One, two, one, two. Now here we go. You know what time it is? Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, and streamline their action so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee podcast and today you are in for a treat because I've got George Montaigne here, the man mountain himself. George is uh, my PT, so he's a qualified PT, he's placed top three in the IFBB nationals for the last three years. I think he's going on to be one of the Arnold classic greats and everything like that. For the people at home mate, just give us a little bit of an insight into your journey and I mean how did it all start? Thanks for man, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me, dude. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be fun doing this podcast today and uh, speaking to everyone that's uh, interested. So um, yeah, like a little bit about myself, man. I started training like I'd say four years ago. It was literally like the rainiest week of my life, and my stepdad asked me to go to the gym. And I actually think about this moment all the time because if that day my stepdad didn't ask me to go and train, I don't think I'd be where. I, well, I know I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. So, yeah, he asked me to go and train, and we went to Never Quit Fit Factory in Bundle. So, we went down there, went to the gym, I did a week trial, met with Ian, one of the owners down there, yeah. and you I did my week. Just got your love for bodybuilding yeah, from there. Yeah, that's it. Like, we just started training, and we, um, we smashed it. Actually, no one even came to the classes, because it was such crappy weather. Yeah. So, the classes were, like, dead. And it was actually, even my stepdad didn't come. It was me and Ian one-on-one. And by the end of the week, he was like, I was telling him how I've signed up at this gym and I'm going to go and try and train. Is there anything, any tips? And he's like, look, man. Because you was a surfer, dude. Yeah, I was just a surfer. <laughs> yeah, I was just a little surfer kid, man. And then the rugby team told me to go get some muscles. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I can go get some muscles. And coincidentally, my stepdad asked me. So yeah, we went and got some muscles. And um, <laughs> Oh, you just bought them. Just bought some muscles. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, so Ian basically said to me, he's like, bro, well, um, if you can get some of your mates from school, I'll give you a really good deal and help you out and we'll train three times a week. And I was like, done. So me and my mates, every day after school at 3.30, so three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'd go to the gym, meet Ian at 3.30 and train for an hour. Yeah. Um, and and we just, you just loved it from day one. And that's so. it. And then from there, bro, I never missed a day for like two and a half years. I cleaned up my eating um, and I just, I just had this crazy hunger to learn. And like, I was no scientist or anything in school. Like I was chill. I never really had big aspirations towards any sort of subjects. You know, I, I did good at, P, at PE in that yeah. and rugby because I was, you know, just into sport. But I never really had a drive or like such, I don't know, unlike involuntary motivation towards something to learn and progress. So I think that's why I kind of still doing it now. Eh? I guess crazy. Buzzing for you, mate. I'm buzzing for you. But like, yeah. g- give me. Obviously, like, it must have been a point during that training when you thought to yourself, Do you know what? I'm going to start taking this seriously. I'm going to yeah, compete. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, at, at one stage, it was basically I chose leg day over training for rugby. I was like, I'd rather be sore and squat heavy than go and get tackled in the legs and have a little cry because it hurts so much. So, I basically just um, decided to speak to Ian. We started looking into like diets and stuff like that. Uh, coincidentally, a week later, my stepdad's like, I mean, my stepdad, my dad, he goes, George, you met the bodybuilder in the building? I was like, nah. And he's, um, 
Sam Pierce as a bodybuilder. He lived in my building. Yeah, yeah. And my dad ran into the elevator. My dad, he's a chair. He's just like introduced himself, told him about me, that I'm looking at training, organized an appointment, and I went down, saw Sam. After Sam, I saw him straight after school one afternoon, and I went in there. He gave me a plan. It was $500. $500 my first six weeks of training. Yeah. Diet plan and six sessions. So that's when you out. know you're serious when, you, when, you, when you're doing that cash that Well, like, man, I had to go home. I, I, I was just in school. I was 17. No money. I didn't have 500 bucks. So I hustled. I went in and spoke to my grandma, and I cut her a deal. And I paid her back 20 bucks a week. <laughs> I got 500 bucks, and I got my sessions, and I did six sessions with Sam. And after the six weeks was up, um, I figured my shit out and I continued training with him once a week. And yeah, literally to this day, I'm still training with him. Um, but with Sam, we basically just took training to another level. He saw the opportunity. I had a lot of focus and a lot of, I don't know, dedication. Like I said before, like I'm voluntary. I just really loved it. I just did my thing. And um, we really got into detail about training and progressing. And in 2018, I did my first competition in the IFBB Nationals. Yeah, I was you, 17 years old and I competed in the juniors category, which is up to 20. Where did you place in that? Was that three. third as well? No, that one actually, I, I didn't get third. That one I actually didn't place. The junior lineup was massive um, and that was my first year competing. So I was 17 years old on stage with guys that are up to at the age of 23. Jesus. So that was fun. That was good. I got dwarfed, but it was fun. I definitely feel like I kind of held my ground. I was definitely a lot smaller. You've got to um, start some of them. Yeah, absolutely. Day, that's like. it. And it's all about progressing. And then the first year got done and we went back and I ate and trained for a whole year. I came back. That first year I competed at 72 ki- uh, 74 kilos. I'd probably say I was around 6%. You, you were 74 kilos? On my first start comp. At your first comp, you are 74 kilos? Yeah. Are you serious? Mate, I'm weighing 76. What's wrong with me then? <laughs> <laughs> I should be a tank, bro. 74 kilos, yeah. So I was 74 Shit. kilos. And my first I call. need a new trainer. I need a new trainer right now. <laughs> if any new trainers are out there, I need to sack this one and get a new one because I'm 76 kilos and I should be lean, mean, and absolutely diced right now. 17 Comp years ready. old. That's yeah. what the secret I'm 32 was. 32 years old, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I could just eat like no tomorrow back then. But yeah, so I did that comp, 74 kilos. Um, and then basically went back to the drawing boards, trained hard for a year. And uh, I came back the next year and competed and I got... Uh, first at my Queensland show, and then I got beaten by my best mate at my second show at Nationals. Be- was that that Jack? Jack's, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, Jack's yeah. beat me in yeah. the second show. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, but it was good. It's good rivalry. And then, the, yeah, the following year, I come back, competed again. Um, unfortunately, didn't compete with Jack's this year, but every other year. Uh, but sorry, but then that year, we um, competed against another guy, Adrian. So he beat me. How old was he? He was my age, actually. Is he an absolute weapon as well? He's an absolute weapon, yeah. He's um not as heavy as me, actually. So did, I've got the size on him. He's just shredded, man. Did these Great boys shape. stay in the game long, though? Did, what's, how long's a career in bodybuilding? Man, it's like... Realistically, like, if I'm going to be honest, am I going to be... I'll probably be getting my pro card. Am I, my visual, like, my motivation towards getting my pro card, I want to be hitting that at, like, maybe 23, you know? I want to yeah. be competitive for my pro card at yeah. around 23. And... Hopefully, and then from there, you know, it's all sort of dependent on what's what my career path is. But realistically, my peak will be late twenties to early thirties in bodybuilding. So when you say, when, obviously, like you're weighing in at what ninety six now? Yeah, like ninety, oh, like ninety three. Okay, so at your peak, at your peak, in your ideal, what's your weight and what what you're looking like at your peak? Uh, probably like if so, like comp stage peak or just like, like yeah. What's your comp? Health? What's your comp stage? Like you've just leaned down for a show. What are you weighing at when you're 25, um, 26? Hopefully we're sitting 
with a lot more dense muscle tissue on my frame, probably like quite low range 100s. So like, so 102. like 102 to 106 mm-hmm. roughly. And does that does that allow you to go on to like Mr. Olympia and things like that and like and compete it with like Well, those it's all going to depend because if I'm going to go compete in the States, I can do a 212 category. Yeah. which is 212 pounds which means I'm going to be like 98 kilos yeah, yeah. so if I I'm, I'm looking at I think I can get myself to a high range 90s low 100s um, by I'm 24 get my pro card and then assess whether or not it's worth me going bigger or just building more dense and round muscle yeah. and competing in a 212 category which is a bit of a lighter weight and probably a healthier approach long Cause, term because I never realised this but when you've explained it to me in the gym like when we're training and that it's like you, you say to me like you know, there's building muscle and then I built my back and I was quite happy with it. But then when we started this new program, when we increased my calories again, and we'll go into that a bit later, but when, when we went through all that, like you were telling me that I'll get thicker, like grow wider, like this yeah. way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. That's what happens. So muscles are all growing in different directions. Every muscle has a muscle belly and yeah. those bellies grow, right? So your shoulders, everyone has a shape and yeah. it's basically like your shoulders as they grow are going to become more and more round because literally the belly of the muscle is filling out more yeah. and more. So you get more and more shapes. The same like more and more when you train abs. Some people that have really defined, great shaped abs have probably been training them for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The people that have more of a flat sort of surface on the abs probably aren't training them as much. Same deal with like, I don't know, maybe shoulders or chest. People yeah. that have those big round chests been training them for a long time. What do you think your strongest part is? Uh, probably my legs or my back. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I was a competitive swimmer before. Uh, when I was younger, I never knew this. School, yeah. I never knew this. What, yeah. what, like, I used to swim in like, um, and I did nippers as well, competitive nippers. So. Compe- what actual like competing? Uh, yeah, just in junior show those though. So like uh, for nippers, for if you're listening in in England, nippers. Just explain nippers because if we've got some so listening, surf life saving. So is it, kids, yeah, this they've teenagers. got the life out of these guys, yeah. haven't they? Like surf life saving. Basically, it's like it's just like having fun. At school in, in at the beach yeah basically. so it's like it's like literally like you do it on a Sunday for two hours and it's just like a heap of beach activities it's like sand sprints or like it's like a run swim run it's literally like health and fit. it's like this fitness literally for kids yeah legend like it ruins you but you get fit I'll tell you that Is, at a six pack at the age of six what are them what are them knee like them knee boards that they pad that on yeah so like the surf life saving boards yeah. they're good fun yeah they're, no, but they're, they're no, I'm on about them speed ones the actual speed ones that they've got on you know the ones yeah 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 the actual speed ones, the, actual, the long ones, yeah, the fiberglass ones, yeah, yeah, the paddle boards. They, no, no, they not, like... not not the actual lifesaver boards. I'm, I'm on. There's actually like speed ones, like they look like Ferraris but for water. Really? Yeah, you just stick your knees on them and you you paddle like it's a competitive thing, and they got like neutral grain on them and all that. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, those yeah. ones do. They they go so far. They do like 30, 40 k's in the water. Yeah, like so they go so far. I see these guys punching through like waves. Like they use nothing. it for the cool and gutter gold, where they go from cool and gutter all the way down here. Yeah, and they use those paddle boards and they come all the way down. It's intense. Thing. I couldn't do that sort of stuff. You're, that would give me. That's that's what's made. That's, you, that's what's made your back strong, though. That's yeah, absolutely. All of that stuff and like swimming. Like I'm a big believer in like the things you do when you're young and you're progressing. Because you got to understand is like as you grow when you're young, your body's always adapting to what you're doing. Like your body's like it's it, twenty four seven adapting, right? Yeah. So yeah. when you're young and developing, if my lifestyle is going to be lazy and doing nothing, then why would my body want to build this active, mobile, functional athlete? of a person mm. for my lifestyle yeah. why would my body build that if I'm chilling at home and gaming all the time right yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. why I'm a big believer so yeah through my swimming my nippers all my activity rugby it's um, definitely built up I feel like my two strengths which my back and my legs which is kind of coinc- which is kind of coincidental but yeah. genetically as well will make a big difference I could be lucky but what what do you so 
when it comes down to fitness, right, there's a lot of things that I see that piss me off. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of. Fads I think we all get that. Yeah, yeah. But like, what? Give me, give me. You must see some fads in your game. Like, yeah. well, come on, man. It's bodybuilding. Like, you must. You must see some people in there for the short run. Some fads. Some I just crap. don't. Like, what? 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 What ticks you off? To, give me. Give me. Give me some. What? What really gets what? me the most? Yeah, are yeah, yeah. Short term fixes. Yeah, yeah. So give me. Give give for the, for the people at home who don't know which which short term fixes. Tell me what short. So like short term fixes, people might know them as like I don't know, maybe like. Uh, just like quick sort of like diets, lower calories, fast fat loss approaches and things like that. Yeah. Um, those sort of fat diets, I just don't personally agree with, but I do think they work. Do you know what I mean? Um, that That's my biggest killer just because I don't think it's for everyone. Yeah. Um, my goal is to be helping everyone, you know, the best they can um, with the most healthiest approach, healthiest approach to fat loss and muscle gain and improving their life. But yeah. my biggest one are a lot of, yeah, crash diets and fads, but also... Um, like Herbalife yeah yeah <laughs> or Isogenics oh yeah yeah <laughs> not my it. biggest fan but like you know everyone has their opinions and I think yeah. it works and this is the biggest thing in the whole fitness industry and what I, a lot of people forget is like some people are like yo George like man I think I should try keto like it's gonna work really well for me and I'll be like you don't really like eating a lot of like avocado and you know like you're not a fan really of like coconut yogurt you don't like really any sort of like cream cheeses like you even sometimes complain about eating steak. So is, is, like, is keto just eating pure fat all the time? Pretty much fat and protein. But my, for my, my, my point is, is like these diets, there's no, there's nothing special about any real diet. It's just, a calorie, it's just a calorie deficit, isn't it? Really? Simple as that, man. It's a calorie deficit, but also it's compliance as well from the client. Like how well you're following it. I'm going to be like, oh, cool. Like, like, like my mum, great example. She'll yeah. follow this diet. She'll be like, George, yeah. I've just, all of a sudden I'm losing this weight because I've cut out these carbs, right? And it works well for my mom. I explained to my mom that she can eat a diet and a very healthy balanced diet. Yeah. But my mom just seems to have trouble sticking to a balanced diet yeah. of protein, fats and carbs throughout the day. Yeah. But in her head, if she just goes, okay, no carbs, my mom still like thinks, you know, this piece of bread is low carb, so she'll eat it. So she still has somewhat carbs, but she thinks in her mind that a low carb daily approach is the best way. And because she can follow that consistently, it drives the best results for her. Yeah, yeah. And that's the same with any diet. Like it's like it doesn't, you know, you can you you, the better you follow the diet, the better your results will be. Do you believe in like flexible dieting? As, um, as absolutely. Much? Again, if it's something, if you can be consistent with it, follow it every day. For people that for results. people at home that don't understand flexible dieting, just give them a bit of a breakdown on what that is and how they can implement it. So flexible dieting is basically a dieting approach where you fit your macronutrients for the day. Yeah. So you can either have a coach or you understand the distribution of calories in that macros, um, and you give yourself a set number based off X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And you fit the numbers for your day. Every food you eat has different types of macronutrients and micronutrients, but the ones we solely focus on are your protein, fats, and carbs. So for example, chicken, you've got protein. I don't know, for 200 grams of chicken, it's like 30 grams of protein, three grams of fat, and like zero grams of carbs. Yeah. So you're just playing with numbers all day, trying to fill in the pieces, and you're working out what you kind of want to eat. It gives you the flexibility to eat whatever you feel like. If you want to have chocolate for dinner, you can or have for it. dessert, you can have it. You can make it fit. You work your day out around it. So it gives you that balance and that flexibility with day-to-day eating. Um, for me personally, I don't really have the time to be filling it out all the time and figuring out what I eat, but there are definitely days that I love to do that. 
work out my macros. But 95% of the time, I'll eat the same thing every day. Did, I, try, I tried that flexible diet. We tried that diet. for a bit, didn't we? I tried that flexible didn't diet. Didn't work. It Nando's gotcha. Yeah, Nando's get... Do you know what? Nando's, right? Nando's. This, they're all shutting down. Yeah, all right. Go easy. Don't talk about Nando's like that. Hold on, right. Hold on a minute. This is the truth. The truth is this. I have not been in a Nando's uh, other than to see my mate, but I just had a, had a cheeky little Diet Coke and a water. But I've not been in Nando's to eat eat chicken or eat the chips or all that stuff for, for like... Must be like four or five months now. But when I was doing flexible dieting, like George says, like I was I was really I was eating it twice a day and thinking I could I could do this flexible dieting shit because it fit in my macros. But let me tell you, the condition of your body when you try the flexible diet and achieve something, it just isn't the same. I mean since we, since you've been doing my plan and uh, telling me exactly how many calories to eat and this and the other, providing I don't miss a meal and completely forget about it which happens yeah. you know <laughs> before you start because <laughs> yeah. we had this situation right where I was where we where we've been training like two months and he'd given me this diet and uh, I kind of accidentally um, missed, skipped a whole meal <laughs> missed 500 calories a day <laughs> I'm like what and he couldn't figure out why, what the hell is going on he couldn't figure out why uh, why I was and yeah yeah losing so much weight or something yeah, <laughs> but we got it we got yeah, it we got we're it, all we good it. So, what, so what's like I see you train a lot of women right and what I see when, when, you, when you train women is they can't believe how much they get to eat and they lose weight so Dude. can you can you like because there's going to be women listening to this that uh, that think right there's I know this because when I speak to the girls at the gym they think if they lift a dumbbell they're going to put on a, they're going to put on a bicep yeah. like, and that's a that's a big misconception but, oh, but, yeah. I, but I want you to, to break it down for the girls on the podcast that you know and, and the lads too like you can actually eat more but lose weight and I, went, I don't I don't really understand how that works from a boxing background but yeah. I, 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 I kind of get it but I want you to break that down yeah absolutely like that whole conversation in itself is like literally a whole podcast. But to like basically keep it as simple as possible is you need to understand that your body is alive and it's got thousands and thousands and thousands of functions that are all happening at once, right? Or probably millions, including brain activity, and it all requires energy. Now, what people think because of social media, fad diets, you know, low calorie diets, crash diets, etc., um, you know, or just uneducated eating that less is going to give you more so less food you know um more training more expenditure because you know more of a calorie deficit because that's what we're told you need to yeah. eat yeah. less and do more and then all of a sudden yeah you're eating 800 calories a day but your daily expenditure is like 20 2800 2900 yeah you can't imagine your body feeling pretty good is right. that when is that when you get that little like um like a skinny I call it skinny fat? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can become very soft. That's definitely when your body will be eating away muscle tissue because it's trying to survive. But also, you can be in other situations where you've actually crash dieted so hard when you were generally overweight and you've just stopped burning fat. Yeah. But you're you're still, I don't know, maybe consider yourself overweight. Do you know what I mean? Or fat? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, if yeah. you crash diet too quick, your body's. Um, adaptive process to that dieting or that starvation yeah. right is to stop burning fat because you've stripped away a viable source of nutrients and energy for your body yeah. which it requires so it's going to be like oh I need to survive let's stop burning this fat let's get rid of muscle because that takes up too much energy muscle uses energy fat doesn't or yeah, it does yeah, but not yeah, much yeah, yeah, yeah. get rid of the muscle conserve the fat we got to hibernate let's see how long we can last because they're not eating enough 
right? So the under, so the, basically you need to understand is you need to fuel your body so it can do what it needs to do, which means function, burn fat, provide yourself with, you know, uh, good cognitive, co- cognitive function, so good brain function, yeah, 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 and just yeah. to get through your day, right? Yeah. So the, with the girls that I'm training is, I'm basically trying to get them to understand that I need to be fueling their body to get most consistent hormone Function yeah. and regulation. Because that's where women put. That's where women hold hold fat and water. Oh, isn't women's it? hormones love love be, just love to be always up and down. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. always like that. But that's important. That's going to come from from food. You know, girls' inconsistency in hormones can gen, can generally simply just be inconsistent food intake or the wrong types of food intake as well. If you're eating inflammatory foods and you don't even know, it can throw out your hormones absolutely. But also it can make you hold water because it elevates cortisol. There's a lot of things about it, and women are very 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 sensitive to these sort of things. You know, us guys, we might get a bit of inflammation or bloating and it goes away in a couple of hours or you just fart and you feel better. You know, girls, <laughs> girls, girls get cortisol, you know, um, reactions or, you know, they freak out about yeah. it and their mental stress about it actually makes it even worse. And they don't even realize, you know, um, you know, sometimes I tell that. you, I'm like, stop stressing about your belly fat because, you know, that stress is going to make it yeah. stop burning. I wish you'd stop you know, talking about I'm my sorry. belly fat. We all have belly fat. Yeah. I have belly fat. You make, you're making you me self-conscious. Oh, ah, no, I'm joking. <laughs> That's okay. So, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, so those yeah. sort of stresses, that's not ideal. So basically, we want to fuel the body so it can function at its maximal ability. Yeah. My goal with every single client in the mind, especially females, is to see how much I'm like, all right, how much are you eating now? Let's see how much I can give you with, with, while your body uh, regulates. Are you going to yeah. burn fat, gain fat? Yeah. That's dependent on what happens. And this is why I'm here. I'm here to watch it. Yeah. Um, these girls don't realize that they're eating very misconceptions of calories these days. Um, but there's people that think they're eating X amount of calories. But re- realistically, after three meals a day of their fish... Um, half 50 grams of oats and well like let's say their breakfast was like two eggs this is probably a reasonable day for a female would be like maybe two eggs and a piece of toast they might have a yopro for a snack yeah a chicken salad for lunch is this what this is what they're eating on this the road is, this is just this what is, they might be eating yeah, on the road. Yeah, this yeah, is a good yeah, example yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a chicken salad for lunch yeah um, and then let's say a celery and some peanut butter yeah. as a snack all right, so right there we probably got around, probably cracked a thousand calories now, or right. just about. Right, that's, a, that's barely maintenance. Oh, not even maintenance, yeah. Yeah. Because their maintenance, their, their body's maintenance, or a BMR would basically be around 1,200. So we yet, we yet to yet crack the amount of calories their body needs day to day to just function. That's not even wake up and move yet. Wow. Right? So then they're gonna have a dinner, which would probably roughly be around 300 calories. That's like a 1,300 calorie day. That's me being generous as well with food intake. Having a nice salad, chicken or steak salad for dinner or whatever, maybe have a little bit of pasta. Girls' appetites generally aren't too big because they might not be eating even that frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more frequent you eat, the hungrier you're going to be, the less for sure. the less hungry. But they basically don't realize that if you're going to be under eating to that point, your body's going to try to start conserving food and conserving calories so your body can maintain and survive. So increasing the calories allow their body to realize that, oh, I have a viable source of nutrients now. It's consistent. It's day to day. All right, let's start. All right, let's introduce better hormone regulation. Let's increase our metabolism now. All right, now we can start gaining muscle. Cool, we've got muscle that's going to utilize more energy. Now you start using energy. Here comes more food, more food, more energy, more fat loss, etc. So like, it's just all a bit of a process. I think girls... And even guys don't realize how much food their body actually needs just to function. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Let's take out fat loss or let's take out anything out of the window. Any sort of questions out. Let's just say all you want is your body. Come to me and say, George, all I want is for my body to function. I don't even want to get up out of bed. I just want my body to function healthy. Yeah. 
Your body many? requires up to a minimum for, for males and females. It's between 1,000 to 1,400 calories a day. Just, just, that just, varies just to get you out of bed. Just to get you out of bed. Just to get your body functioning for day to day for hormone function, organ, or for hormone function for like organ function, um, for you to move around, itch your nose, for all your digestion for the day, um, wow. blinking, you wow. know, yeah, talking, hand gestures, all your neat. So your non-intended yeah. thermogenesis, going to the bathroom, yeah. those sort of things. Yeah. Minimum of like up to fourteen hundred. That varies between males and females. Then you got to think about okay, we're going to work. I'm going to go do 10,000 steps today. Like, for example, I'm up to 19,000 steps. My Fitbit says I've walked 13.3 kilometers today. Yeah. So that there alone is probably like almost 18, 1,700 calories I've burnt on top of my probably 1,400 calories. Yeah, yeah, so there's yeah. 2,800 calories now for my maintenance. If I've trained today, that's some more. You got you. So when, so, when, when you, so for, for the people at home, like when, say you've walked t- do ten thousand steps? Should you, should they go and add more calories in, or should they just stick to the plan that they've got? No, nah, consistent. Be consistent. Be consistent yeah. with the plan. Yeah, be consistent with the plan. You know, I wouldn't say like. So say they walk. Say they walk. Say normally they walk ten thousand steps a day. Yeah, but then on a Wednesday, old Sally over here or, or Jeff walks t- another 10,000 on top he yeah, can, so he, he, that, that doesn't mean you can have an extra slice of toast no it doesn't but I would probably say you could probably have more of a chilled day tomorrow yeah, yeah, or yeah, maybe yeah, save those steps yeah, yeah. and have a, have a yeah. relaxed day on Sunday because your weekly average will still be consistent um, do you know what I mean but yeah. then like I don't know if you I, th- I think the easiest way for people to change their life is to get yeah. their steps in honestly it makes such a difference it's so funny you just put a watch on it and you're like you just get a little reminder you're like oh shit I've really done like 200 steps. I need to get up. It's and you'll make an effort. I've got some of my clients who send me videos and they're pacing at home because they're like, I need 250 steps. I must hit it. I must hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you do like these little funny things, but that's what makes a difference. That's burning energy. Yeah, that's 100%. getting your metabolism moving. Those little things is what really adds up. And it's these little things about being consistent that's, you know, the secret to everything. Like, if someone says, to, like, if someone, if you truly want the secret, to how to win over the human body and make it do whatever you want it to do is you need to be consistent with something and then you manipulate it from that. Yeah. Because your body is literally just an adapting weapon. That's all it is. Yeah, 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 We're literally sure. adapting sure. to everything. It might take time and it does take time. Absolutely. That's why you have to be consistent. But that's all our body does. I can even say to people, I'm like, you don't even need to track nothing. You just keep eating the same thing every single day. One day, if, if you start putting on weight, take something out. If you start losing weight, put something in. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna, you you're got, gonna manipulate you, you your body. You can make it simple. You can make it so simple, and that's what I'm doing with some clients. I'm like, look, you don't worry about the food. I'm just gonna say you're gonna eat this much. You tell me what you want to eat. You're gonna eat the same thing every day, and then let's work off that. All right, let's add in this now. Um, let's take away this. You know, depending if you want to get leaner or more muscle, right? And what, bigger. And what's the biggest complication when when people come to you day one? Like, what do you find is the is the is the inherent problem in people when you meet them day one? Like in terms of like, what is their biggest um, b- biggest block to getting where they want to go to? Alcohol. You in reckon? this day and age. Alcohol is the biggest one in this day and age. No, no, actually, it's not too bad. It honestly depends on clientele, but it's a huge one. Massively. Break, break, break it massively. down because I don't drink. So I don't no, know. you're I, sweet. So I, let's go, I, let's go I, more. I understand it. Let's I, go number two then because like alcohol is no, a no, big no, one. No, 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 no. Talk alcohol because most people drink alcohol. Like, That's I, true. Just because well, I don't drink doesn't well, matter. Alcohol like, basically is, it's a toxin to your body. It's going to, it's going to cause an 
a reaction is going to dehydrate you, so which means muscles are going to be dehydrated. They're not going to be contracting as well the next day. They're not going to be full, so you're not going to be as anabolic. Your body's natural. Your body's anabolic, if you know what that means. Basically, your if anabolic basically means your potential to grow. If you're anabolic, you have lots of potential. If you're catabolic, you have no potential. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you're very, you become very catabolic when you have alcohol. Yeah. So these people that drink, the more you drink, the more your body has to get rid of and filter out. Basically, I was put in the perspective, if you're going to drink alcohol, you're pretty much looking at at least a 24-hour window turnaround of no fat loss and muscle gain to recover from that. Really? Because um, your body just, what? Your body yeah, just starts storing more. Yeah, and I think it's, it's definitely yeah. different, but, you know, and there's definitely a lot more science behind it. I'm actually very curious, but that's the sort of realistic window I look at, and I, I generally, through clients, I'm usually getting their worst rebound days coming around Wednesdays. Um, what, because they've been out on the weekend? Yeah, correct. Well, they come out on the weekend, they drink Friday night, they drink Saturday night. Okay, Sunday, they start rehydrating. And because of the diuretic, Sunday they've all the what they're gonna what's gonna happen is they're gonna hold all their water. Yeah. By Monday, because all the diuretics flushed out Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Flushed out all the water in their system. They're looking great. They chill on um, either Sunday or Monday. Eat a load of shit. Yeah. Drink. Well, I swear. Yeah. Mate, you're sitting here with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm sitting with Frankie. Holy shit! Every second was it. I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah. So they sit there and eat, drinking the water. So basically, by like Monday, Tuesday, your body's retaining a lot of fluids, got a lot of yeah. inflammation. It's trying to digest these freaking macas, cheeseburger, and nuggets that you ate, plus a whole Jeez, shit ton guys, of alcohol. You've gone in. You've gone in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You and then alcohol. People forget there's 97 calories per shot of vodka. Well done. You've nailed 10 shots. That's also a thousand calories. You've also downed. Plus but, but, the cocktails and the sugars and so all So what things. drink can they drink then? What drink, what, so look. It's all right for me to say that. I, look, I, it's, this is not a problem to me. At the end of the day, I, I, but like, I, I don't even I think don't, in terms I don't, of calories. I don't, I don't drink. Care. Yeah, I know. But if yeah. you, if you, but, but women and men think about calories and they, yeah. they, they, they do and they want to, if they've got, <laughs> if, if they can drink a health conscious drink, not health conscious, but like if they, what's the, what's their best drink that they can drink on the night out? Just lemon, like lemon, lime. Yeah. I reckon like, it just any sort of mix with its low calorie, you know, like so. Yeah, so any what, sort of straight, give, give them a give them a give them like just, Personally, I I like just G and T gin and tonic. That's fine. Also, vodka lime and soda. That's simple as okay, well. Okay, and if they're, they're not your, and if they're not forty five and retired, what would they drink? Well, definitely no cocktails. Like you can get like double blacks and stuff that are lower calories, things like that. So picking your lower calorie, lower sugar options are your better a better way to go. Just because you don't want the calories and the sugar on top of this fake alcohol sugar and alcohol that you're putting in your system. Yeah. Because your body's liver reacts to alcohol and so does it, and it also will with sugar in your metabolism. So it just is a recipe for disaster. You put on fat, you put on belly fat. Big alcohol drinkers put on belly fat. What's the, you, you said you said alcohol was number one, but you said, okay, well, we'll talk about number two if we can't talk about alcohol, but I mean, yeah. just talk about alcohol. But what was number two? What were you going to say? Um, rephrase me on the question again. What was so, the I'll, I'll say like, what is, the, what is the main thing that stops people achieving oh. things? You said alcohol, but like, yeah, what's number, what, what, what was number two then? Um, honestly, the realization of how much they should be eating. This the uneducation behind food, man. It's like even over complicating it when you know nothing is just I just don't think people realize it's it's not hard to seek help these days it's not hard to actually get some sort of guidance on what you should be eating a day um, but also understanding that you need to be eating to make yourself feel good you know when you don't feel good so a lot of people you know think that you're supposed to feel like crap when you're burning fat and things like that and feel the worst you've ever felt but you know for me and a lot of clients even yourself you know we're getting stronger you mm. feel good you get lots of energy you have your bad days but generally it's a very health-driven process and people sometimes forget that. So they're stripping away all these calories and thinking these hardcore approaches are the best option, but really just killing their gains and putting their set points and their calorie drops way too low. So when they actually do get their head around the idea of burning fat, 
or they try to continue burn fat, but it's just, they kind of stagnant. It's simply because they've probably been eating too low calories for too long for their body to even want to, or consider changing. Yeah. Why would your body want to change if it's just trying to freaking get through its day on 11 to 1200 calories? You know what just I mean? Just ticking over all the yeah, time. Yeah, and I don't, I would never say any, uh, I, I, I'm not saying any names, but like I've met people and spoken to people before that um, I've seen their diet and they're, you know, people like fully grown men that should be consuming up to 3000 calories a day that are eating a 1200 calorie diet. Because wow. they think white fish and broccoli is the best way to get lean. Yeah, but I'm like, look, man. Mate, I, to be to be fair, I, I know I know lots of boxes. But it does work. You will get lean. You will yeah, not feel good. Yeah, and it's yeah, not healthy. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a mate, Tommy, in the UK. Don't know whether you're listening to this, but he he um, he fought dehydrated. He he you know went in the sauna before the fight, and obviously he was dr- just eating this chicken, fish, and broccoli to make the weight to make ten stone or to make nine nine. But I, I'm telling you now, I. He, he got bleed on the brain that night yeah. in, in the fight because he was so dehydrated at the end of the fight. He- I actually trained a boxer long ago, man. Yeah. And he's never he said to me, I've never dieted the way I dieted. It was very interesting when I got so, him down okay, the way. Okay, okay. Because obviously I know a lot of people in boxing. There might be a few people in boxing or, or the, the, the do boxing listening to this. Te- for, for for a boxer, what what would you what would you what would you advise a boxer? Because obviously we've advised you've obviously dropped dropped it down for women here, but like. How could how could you structure a boxer so he's better prepared? Um, whether he's well, amateur, it doesn't matter what level he is. Well, but that, just if he's doing boxing, thing. so this is the best question because boxing is let's say you're on par, we're just as good as each other, and yeah. it's literally a battle of who can last the longest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy yeah. driven. Yeah, you're depleted. You're low body fat. You've yeah. got nothing in you. You're pretty yeah. much depleted of everything to make weight. Hundred percent. Now you're going to go ahead and try and eat in the next. How long? How long? How many hours do you get between a fight and a well, win? Sometimes so, you get because my guy had like a day or a day, a day and well, a half. Well, it depends. But then his second the, fight, the, he had like nine hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, just, it just depends. The, 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 it depends. Depends what level you're fighting at. But like, but regardless, it doesn't matter because even with that time window, even with if it's if it's 24 hours or just, even just a day, a professional fighter at, at a decent level would weigh in the day before, right? If he's fighting yeah. for a title, he'd weigh in the day before. And he'd have the time to rehydrate. Okay, and, and cool. Re- so, so, for example, yeah. like if you're going to weigh in and do the day before, the problem here is that you're so depleted, drained, and deprived of energy. Your body's just an absolute drained sponge. It wants everything. You feel wrecked. Yeah. I know this feeling from competition prep. Yeah. I get into the same condition. The big difference is that I have up to four days to fill back out, fill out my energy yeah, stores, yeah, yeah. fill out my muscle stores. This yeah. takes me up to four days. I consume up to, for my size, obviously my muscle would be more than a fighter, but up to like 3,000 grams of carbs over four days. Yeah. Now these fighters have an hour to try a, a day to somehow force feed down enough carbs to where they're not bloated. They can still take a shit in the morning because you don't want yeah. you don't want to have a big gutful when yeah, you're trying yeah, to fight, right? Yeah. Without getting bloated, eat yeah. enough carbs and wake up the next day and go and fight. Depending on what time they're fighting, the more time obviously the better and the more structure. And by then you learn what how much you need. Yeah. But the problem is you don't want to be really doing playing catch up. Right, you don't really want to be trying to force feed all these carbs in and trying to get maximal energy output. Ideally, you want to be ready for stage weight as soon as possible. And with my guy, we literally did one day of no carbs to get him to stage or stage to get him to fighting weight, which was literally wow. like a hundred grams of carbs on that day. Mm. Every other day, he was on like three, like two hundred and fifty, three hundred grams, like hundred grams of carbs on that day. Got him to hit hit weight. He did the sauna. Uh, um, he did the sauna the day before and on the day uh, we had him on. The four days before, we had him on six liters of water a day. 
yeah. uh, five days before, six liters of water a day. Uh, the day before his weigh-in, he went down to two liters. Yeah, yeah. And on the day, he didn't drink any water. And until he weighed in, until he weighed in, correct. His weigh-in was in like I think like t- eleven a.m. or something. And, and when he rehydrated, how much weight did he put on? I bet he put on about four, five, six kilos. Yeah, so when we started rehydrating and putting him back out, um, because we didn't have a lot of time, I basically put him on fast digesting carbohydrates and low fat chicken or low fat proteins. Yeah. So he basically had cereal protein shakes and um, like honey, banana, rice cakes, chicken breast. And that was literally pretty much it for him. I gave him a little bit of rice. And then after his fight, he had a big, uh, he had, I told him to have salmon and avocado rice, just good whole foods and fats and stuff to re, just to replenish his um, electrolytes, sodium levels, all of those potassium, just everything about his whole system needs to be replenished. But the number one priority before that fight was energy system. How many, how much energy can I get into this kid before he needs to fight and perform yeah, at his best? Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. the problem with the fighting whole situation. Did he find it? Did he find it much better? Like, when, when well, yeah, absolutely. Because when I had him ready for his show, for his fight, he came into the weight. He wasn't trying to drop six kilos in one week. Yeah, he had to drop yeah, yeah. a kilo in a day. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. easy. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't even. Like a, a, yeah, it wasn't even a kilo in a day. He just, I gave him. He had a man. You wake up in the morning, go, you go for a shit, and walk That's in the it. sauna. You've done, done that before, and yeah, like it's fine. So that's what happened. We we didn't have to drop his body. So what's happening is if we're not dropping his weight by so much, his body's not under so much stress and shock. So his body's not trying to adapt. His body's not really screaming for help. So yeah. it's going to be a lot more willing to adapt and absorb this food and have and enjoy the carbohydrates. You know, because if someone's depleted and wrecked and has got four hours to get back up and fight and you're trying to force feed all this food and your body's dehydrated, if you're dehydrated, you can't digest. You need water yeah, to digest yeah, food. Yeah, like, it doesn't yeah, work yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You See, will you, not you, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have done it. And you then, will not. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. You're dehydrated. Oh, mate, For these yeah. competitions, you take diuretics and things like that and you get so dehydrated and then you go and have a mad 5,000 calorie cheese. What's this mad thing you do though? You, you, you boys drink red wine before you go out on the stage. I have vodka and I'm pissed. You just telling the girls before they couldn't have vodka. Now you're saying that you drink vodka. Well, but what I did say was that it dries you out and dehydrates you, and that's my optimal goal. I want to look so the best that, I can. So they're, like they're all going to be out the weekend getting smashed. Looking at six pack. Yeah, but trust me, you wait for the rebound. You come around Monday, Tuesday, you ain't going to be feeling so good. Yeah, yeah. And next weekend, you're probably going to be, let's say, one step backwards than you were the week before yeah. because that drinking isn't going to be doing any favors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's it's very funny the whole game of like fat loss and things like that. Um, there's so many perspectives in like visions on everything you know like everything kind of works you know it's yeah. just how well you can follow it and everyone has their sort of opinions on it all you know what i mean but the girls can eat and that's the best thing i love it when a girl's like i've never eaten so much in my life or i, I love the best ones like george i feel fat i'm eating so much and i come in i'm like you're like two kilos lighter and you've lost weight and you've yeah. lost skin you've lost like 10 million skin folds they're like what they're like cool and i'm like you feel better about eating they're like yeah I, 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 I mean, this, like, this, food this, is so good. It makes you happy. It makes you feel great. And I just want to share how I feel with everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like the feeling you get when you eat and feel your body to think and thrive. You know, I definitely get more food with you than I probably would have given myself over a continued period of time. Like I would have def- I was definitely, I was definitely guilty of under eating. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's so easy to, especially with this today's day and age. You go out and get a bit of fat. Fat eggs and bacon for breakfast. It might be 800 calories, but that's going to fill you up to lunch. And then you get three sushi rolls, and that's another 500 calories. Cool, you've got 1,400. Then you wait for dinner, and the wife cooks you a steak and a couple of potatoes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who the fuck's got a wife? Oh, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> then it cooks you a steak Ain't and potatoes. Ain't got no wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not yet. Throw me under Anyone the boost, mate. Um, so you basically, yeah, then they have a nice big steak for dinner. 
They're only sitting at 1,600 calories. How, how many people do you know that are cooking steak for dinner, mate? Unless they're Me? a gym person. Yep. Mate, you're fucking... You don't even eat steak. Mate. You eat chicken. Mate, I like chicken. We go to a steakhouse for a friend's dinner. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. chicken. Yeah. Well, what do you want, mate? I was there for a friend's dinner. Yeah, yeah. I re- remember that time I tried to get you to eat steak on your plane. Yeah, we had a bit mad argument. Yeah, yeah. I can't. It's kind of, what was the argument about? Steak. Steak. Did we have an argument about steak. steak. Then we tried kangaroo. We couldn't find the. Sausages. Um, this guy, right? He goes to me. Bearing in mind we're in Australia, yeah. So kangaroo, kanga sausages. He's like, get some kanga bangers, mate. I'm like, <laughs> all right, you dead little dingo. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes off to, goes off to the local supermarket. Looking for these kangaroo bangers. I'm thinking this guy's fucking got me on a wild goose chase here. Three supermarkets. No whack. supermarket had these kangaroo bangers. Yeah, I'm in Australia. Met, emu, met, emu sausages. Yeah, and I get this one, st- mate, sold out. But anyway, like, this guy, like, get me these strange f- foods. Variety, man. I love the variety, and that's huge with my diet. There's yeah. lots of variation. I'm not about this chicken and rice life I eat chicken and rice every day once a day but it's just because I like it yeah once a day though. I have cereal no, your, your diet you know you get the yogurt the cereal the eggs the English muffins I have some what like, English muffins oh you don't even you have bread you said bread I was going to say you yeah. said bread I th- yeah I was going to say I have not no, seen English muffins <laughs> you're like oh shit Jesus no, 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 well I missed out mate bread. you have bread yeah, I was worried but I've, been, I've been on the English muffins I was lately. worried because I thought to myself <laughs> like, fuck bread. Has, have I missed out English muffins <laughs> <laughs> that's five hundred calories no 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 bread 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 we put bread on yours I like English muffins but like you know it's a lot of variety and balance and that's what I teach people like you can enjoy all these foods like you know I've got girls eating dark chocolate and strawberries oh, every night. You're such How a nice romantic. man. I know. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate shit, mate. Well, you can have Cadbury if you want, but I prefer it because I don't want that you dairy. You prefer it just because you're being a wanker. No, right? you don't want that dairy. Dairy ain't ideal. Yeah, dairy's not good for you. It's not Unless, ideal. But what, what do you think of vegans, though? Um, I think... <laughs> I think good for them. <laughs> it's it's it, it's personalised. You know what I mean? Everyone yeah, I know it's personal, but, but, like, but I don't, don't know, hold back, George. I don't think it's um ideal for optimising performance. Is, is it okay to survive it as a lifestyle approach? Absolutely. I think it's great. If you yeah, want to do yeah, it, it's yeah, going to be nothing, very healthy. Nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah. You know, but like... Why just tell Anyone, but the, the thing that will get me, it's like, you know, old mate Joe down the street who's living, you know, nine to five, eating KFC, you know... Joe Lennon. Day. Yeah, Joe Lennon. You know, <laughs> the vegan. Joe, I met Joe Lennon who's <laughs> down the road. He's eating, you know, KFC Jay, for Jay lunch. Jay to the low. He has like yeah. the you know the egg sarni for, for breakfast yeah, yeah, yeah. with the V etc. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden goes vegan and preaches out about how great he feels. Yeah, Obviously yeah. he's gonna feel great. He's just yeah. improved his lifestyle. You chuck in a couple of vegetables, take out the KFC, he's gonna probably feel just as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he still sure. gets to eat the freaking the only thing egg the, only, the only problem I don't have any problems personally with vegans. I just I just don't understand why you have to tell everybody. That's true. Like have you noticed if you if you're pescatarian. It's not in your Instagram profile. If you're a vegan, you have to. If you're vegetarian, yeah, yeah, the vegans are either. Broken. The vegan has to. Ha- you have Should to we mention. Put meat eaters. No carnivore. Yeah. No carnivore. <laughs> nah, you just put the eggplant emoji in your sweet. But like at the end of the day, you're like, why do, why do you have to tell everyone you're a vegan for? Like, if yeah, you if you are, keep that shit to yourself. Well, maybe so you don't make any. Maybe They're so even don't making any... shorts now, women's shorts, like them hot pants. Yeah, shorts, vegan with vegan on the back. <clears throat> There's people that only wear vegan clothes, bro. Like vegan leather. Like they will not wear leather because they're vegan. Man. Like you would not have a like if like if you went to a full blown vegan's house, they wouldn't have like a leather couch. I don't think I don't think I'd even get a date with a vegan because I'd offend her before that that point and it wouldn't happen, would it? Because I'd say something no defender. Yeah. Like just, maybe, no, maybe just, even hello would. It's just like my vegan. personal lifestyle. I just eat so much meat. You know, I couldn't yeah. do vegan. I just, yeah. It's just George the meat eater. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's just not, I just couldn't do it personally. And it's just ideal, like, if you want to get into detail, like, all the idea behind, like, your, like, all the um, proteins from meat versus... Yeah, have you seen how much... Have you seen how much broccoli you'd have to eat to get enough protein to be able to, to replace a steak? Or well, that's it. And even that, even when you do achieve the correct amount of protein that a steak provides, your number one priority of the amino acids, one being leucine, so that's the most like anabolic leucine. amino acid. I thought, leucine, I thought that was a chick on Tinder, to be fair. <laughs> 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 um, okay, yeah, so leucine. That's the most like um, anabolic amino acid yeah. in protein. And you need a certain amount for your body to actually activate, activate protein synthesis. Now, obviously, with enough broccoli to meat ratio, you're going to have enough leucine to activate protein synthesis. But it's very unrealistically to be eating like 500 to a kilo of broccoli to consume the amount yeah. of protein. Then you got to forget about you just consume like 100 grams of fiber. I know, mate. mate and you're going to honestly, shit tomorrow. You, you, you have a head of broccoli. Like, I, I like broccoli, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, but, um, a big head of broccoli. If you have a big head of broccoli... And so I have, so George has got me on this meal, which is like broccoli, carrots, uh, and then um, sweet potato and chicken, right? So I eat this. I'm telling you now, man, if you have too much broccoli with that thing, that just, that, Gets yeah, man, honestly, mate, you're on, you're on that pattern for a little bit longer, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, not good for you, mate, not good for you. Yeah. But like, no, I think it's great, you know what I mean? Um, I think, you know, but anyone trying to create a lifestyle out of building muscle, burning fat, improving their health, their lifestyle, unless you're gonna be a vegan and do it properly and consume the right amount of food and calories on a day-to-day basis, yeah. don't do it. Because How many vegans not... do you think are under-eating right now and don't yeah, even know it? I could probably say almost every single one. Look how much weight I've lost. Look how skinny I am, I'm vegan. It works so well. I'm like, oh, yeah, you under-eat, man. Yeah. It's like you're filled up on those freaking lentils you ate because they clogged you up. You do, know what I mean? Do you know what I hate? Those, Plus, you know, like, oh. I have no problem with vegans at all, and I respect anyone that does that. And and I think I think it it does work, and it has clear health benefits for certain types of people as well. But you know those guys that advertise on Instagram that are vegan in their bio, but I can tell that they've been on anabolic steroids. Yeah. Do you know Do you know the ones I mean? Yeah. Like, now you know what the secret is? They haven't been vegan their whole life. You can very much maintain your body's and. It adapts, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> so you've been training for long enough with the right amount of protein. You build a certain amount of muscle. You go vegan. I've you do it. These guys are probably doing it properly. You take it a couple steps back. You got to understand when you're on the anabolics, these things become more efficient. So your body's ability to synthesize and utilize protein, build muscle, recover, is more efficient. You wouldn't. You can definitely maintain and maybe even progress slightly when you become vegan. But would they build the frame like that? solely from being vegan I am yet to see it yeah, yeah I'm yet yeah. to see someone come up from my age and be vegan for 20 years and become a professional IFBB pro I don't think it's impossible yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, it's impossible and I, I'm telling you now that's, that a lot of those vegan, and even with the steroids and stuff like that you know what I mean like I, mate, I, 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 make I get it in your industry you have to do steroids to be able to be competitive because everyone else in your industry has to do it. So like all this taboo around it, there shouldn't be a taboo around it. At the end yeah. of the day, it's a required standard. If you are gonna meet the standard of your industry, you have to take steroids. Like, and, and for you, as, as, as uh, the, the art of generating the muscle and, and developing the muscle to be able to do what you do, you have to do that. But what, what I don't like about the whole thing is when you see the vegan bodybuilder 
and but he's clearly been on a mass amount of anabolic steroids for a large period of his life yet he's selling a plan that's just solely based around veganism telling people that they can achieve the look that he's got and it's just total bollocks right? yeah that's what uh, that, 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 that pisses that me off me. that's uh, that's the worst and it, and 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 false uh, hope you know what i mean um a lot of people get duped by it, mate. Yeah, a lot of absolutely. people get duped by but it. But this is the problem as well. It's like, I would never sell nothing saying, do you want to look like me? I'm like, I want you to look like you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Obviously, yeah, people yeah. have aspirations. Like, yeah, I want to look like him. Like, he looks great. Absolutely. You who's, who's, your, who's, your, who's your ideal physique? Like, who's, like, who inspired, like, Frank Zane? Frank Zane's dope. Like, he looks really he, good. He's a, he's a man. He's I a couldn't man tell you, like, asp- like, Kevin Larone's, like, my OG. Like, I'll, I'll break Kevin Larone. He's awesome. Uh, great physique, but... I don't know. Who I couldn't. That is. He's one of the all time. He's an old. He's an old, old famous bodybuilder man. He's yeah. he's awesome. I'll show you some photos later. Um, Jay Cutler as well. You probably know. Yeah, yeah I know Jay Cutler. Yeah. Um, but I like uh, Ronnie Coleman. Just Ronnie Coleman's yeah, yeah. a man. I just think he's Hell just yeah. like he's just he's just he's just this right. And who's that guy? That, the the uh, he's not he's not like a top level one, but he's always like screaming reps for Jesus, man. CT oh, Fletcher. Yeah, 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 he's a he's a he's a he's a geezer. Like, he's like he'll rip his bicep and the guy will still just train. Just keep going. Just keep going and he'll be like, I'll fix that. I'll fix my bicep tomorrow, man. Like, yeah. Reps no tomorrow, pain, no train gain. today. Yeah, he's a mad man. I don't, know, I don't know what that geezer's on, but he's probably on some gas and air and a bit of something else as well. something else. He's had like his bicep stitched back on his, on his, um, <clears throat> it's like you have sniffing salts for breakfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's funny. He, like, he, he gets him amped up. I mean, you have to try them. We should do them for your next deadlifts. What's you know the ones that the powerlifters use? They sniff the salts and it makes you hyped up. Does it? Yeah. What's that? What, what's that? Is it like like a? Is it like? <coughs> what what do, you, what do you mean? What do you... So like, it's a. It's I think it's Epsom salt. No. no Epsom they can't. Salt. Get, how can they get you hyped though? Yeah, man. Do you do it that? It just wakes you up. I've never tried it. I want to try it. How how can you've been in the for so long and not tried that? Yeah, I don't know. I just haven't really. I don't really powerlift too much and it's generally where it is you don't really use it for bodybuilding you know? yeah. it's not, I don't think it's very good for you yeah. but like these guys that use it you freaking when is your next comp I mean obviously we've got COVID going on at the minute but like like when March. you March. next year next year yeah, yeah. so we're going to do the Arnold Classic so we pulled out of this that one Melbourne, doing, Melbourne yeah Melbourne so we're going to fly to Melbourne you going to come yeah definitely man go to Melbourne mate to be honest with you when I've mate Joel yeah, could, yeah, yeah Joe, honestly Joe, Joe mate he'll, he'll, be, he'll be a nah. tank he's got the height he's going to be an absolute yeah, he's tank we're going to keep growing him mate man, honestly like, get him he, sharp yeah, he's going to look good man but like Joe's one of our Joe's one of our mates he's a good lad locally and he's on this bodybuilding bandwagon now and I think he's going to do some epic stuff too, I think. Yeah, now, now, you're, now, you're, now you're helping him along the path. I think yeah, he's going to some amazing stuff. Well. I want to say something though, right? Uh, before we uh, obviously wrap this up and everything like that. And, uh, and But like, when I first met you, fuck, I thought you was a miserable bastard. Because I met George, right? He was, he, he was in comp prep. right? So, and I'm quite a talkative guy and I, <laughs> I, you know, I, try and, I try and be nice to everyone and this, that and the other, but it doesn't always work. But... Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, meet, I meet George and I'm like this grumpy little bastard. I hate him. Like he's just fucking miserable. But then, but then when he when he had, after he had his show and I wished him, I said like, you congratulations on your place in his show. And he said the other, da, 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 da. and then he, he must have eaten because he just, <laughs> yeah, whole, just like, his whole personality changed. I thought I, I fucking judged this guy wrong. Like so, I apologize. Yeah, because no, because I, 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 I absolutely. This was a long time ago, but I, I did feel judge like everyone him. has the right to judge. But I think I feel like one. I feel like everyone also has the right to their like or has the 
has the right to an opportunity to change a perspective too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it should never be too quick sure. to judge. So I, I just wanted, I just wanted to put that on the record. Yeah, and that's, another, that's another, so another thing I want. I can see that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I turn into a zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna do, happen you again. You do, mate. Because once you're on them locales, man, and, and oh, for yeah. the size you are, and you just, are not. Like, well, that's the thing. And that's you are not the best version of yourself in mind. No, and that's what it goes back to when it's like your calories are so low. Me becoming slower, more brain dead, etc. Is my body adapting to the lower calories? Yeah, yeah. Because of what I do and how I train and manipulate it all. Yeah, yeah continue to burn fat yeah, yeah if i were to keep going it will stop for sure for sure yeah. and, and you know what another th- another thing um that i'm gonna put on the record here Uh-oh. is it <laughs> it's the fact that do you know what man i just fucking really appreciate you helping me like because i tell you what it, it i look i come from england and you know when you come from england and the kind of place that i came from you can be a bit ego driven, you know. You can be, and it t- it took me a lot long. Obviously, George is a lot younger than me. I'm 32. You're what? 20, 21. 21. You're 21, right? So you imagine going up to as a 32 year old, going to a 21 year old for help in in building muscle and yeah, changing absolutely. changing the way that you approach the training. It was fucking difficult, man. Because yeah. I had to swallow a pill. Because I was I was proper like anti world gym, wanting like who's like, this yeah. kid? Like, uh, do you know what I mean? But yeah. like, mate, honestly, like you, you you've, you've been tip top with me, mate. Like, and uh, I appreciate I appreciate, it, I appreciate um, you you helping me because I tell you what, I wouldn't have got I wouldn't have got half as far, mate, without it. I need to kick up the ass sometimes. That's been good, man. You're and killing that, it. And that's 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 the thing you see. Like, you you in my opinion, you have to have you have to go and find a coach to coach you on things that you are not. You know, you are not the best at, and, no. and and lifting weights is not something that that I've yeah, ever I've ever as, really aspired to do or yeah. wanted to do. And it's like, mate, before we go, something now you're pretty at, good at. at well, not, am I? Yeah, dude. Am I yeah. getting better at it? Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. I don't think you like, and that's the thing you don't realize how well you're actually doing yourself. Sometimes I need reminding. You know, it's like, well, I've actually. You know, did good this week at lifting. You know, and sometimes you forget. Yeah. Um, I got but pissed yeah, off today, though. Yeah, yeah, you got mad today. Yeah. Oh, we, we, just we, we, a bit tired. You know, didn't we, have a good sleep. You yeah, woke up after a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's well, fine. Maybe I was, maybe I was too excited for doing this podcast. That's you know true. I mean? That's like, also your mind wasn't in it. Yeah. Well, nah. To be fair, man, I, I woke up. But I, that's all about perspective. We should have a mad chat about perspective. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what. Let's just. Yeah, yeah. This actually, this is good, right? And I just want to finish on this, right? Because here, I, I so. I always think that I always look at that day as a negative thing, right? What I've done that day, like I might have deadlifted 80 or 90 instead of the 100 that I wanted to lift or 110, whatever I'm doing, right? But then I have to always remind myself, or you always have to remind me that the fact that I started at X amount of weight, right? And how far I've come inside. What we've we been doing, seven, eight, nine months now, yeah, probably. We've been going at it a little while. Absolutely. And we had to train all through COVID, too. Oh, that, that was fun. That was, that was good. I was doing pull ups on fucking doors. And all yeah, that was sick. All kinds of different shit. Memories, you know what I mean? Man. Do you know what? Pull ups used to be my least favorite exercise. Yeah, you love it. Oh, man, I love it. I loved I want that V back. Yeah. I want to look like. You know what I mean? I'm chasing Jason. And imagine if I were to tell you like eight to 12 months ago, you'd yeah. be talking about pull ups like yeah, this. Yeah, I know, man. You'd be like, pull up, pull up, pull ups. Like, I'm like, I want to do some pull ups. Yeah, Mate, that, honestly, he's got a sick pull-up bar at his own house, at his home gym as well. That's cool, like it's, it's it's better than the one in the gym. Or don't tell the gym that, but it, it is, mate. Just a just, <laughs> just a skinnier bar, yeah, it's thick, good to hold. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah, mate. Honestly, pull-ups have changed my life. Like, mate, I was looking at my back this morning. Mate, I wake up uh, every time I wake up. Yeah, I wake up and I'm like, I'm butt naked and I'm looking at myself. In the yeah, mirror, well, we all do like, it, bro. I'm and I'm like, shit, my ass looks good, man. This morning, my ass, <laughs> man, my ass was popping. I was like, shit. 
Jeez. But, yeah. It's growing. It's growing, man. It's growing. But, guys. Here you are talking to me about wanting to do hip thrusts. Yeah. You need for hip thrusts. Yeah. Well, else I don't is, hip thrust. Yeah. Well, you have all the girls hip thrusting. I'm like, why am I not hip thrusting? I want to I want because to because we want the big quads. We want the quads. Yeah, okay. That's true. Well, this is why I, this is why I hire you, mate, because yeah, you yeah. understand, and I don't, I'd be doing the wrong thing. Uh, mate, that's it. If, if you put me in a weight gym, I'll probably just be talking to people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it, eh? But mate, look, thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast no, today, man. I, I really, it. I really appreciate it. No, I appreciate this if, so much. If if people out there want to follow you, where's best to follow you? Uh, best to follow is me is literally on my Instagram, which is just George underscore Montagne or Montaigne. Yeah, do you want to spell that? Because they're not gonna. Yeah, understand. George, and then it's underscore M O N T A G N E. Yeah, sweet. And if they want it, if they if they want your help with training, do they just hit you up on Instagram? Me. Yeah, absolutely. Just slide in, slide in my DMs. Slide in his DMs. Yeah, absolutely. Give yeah. me a cheeky pickup line. That's the best way yeah, to get yeah, a discount. Yeah. So, and yeah, what what? So if they listen to this podcast, what 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 kind of what word do you want them to slide in with? Um. <laughs> yeah, it's just got to be a good word. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Create, create a word. Do it now. Do it now on the spot. Let's go. Oh, create a word. Yeah, well, I was no, just going to say a reference. Kangaroo sausages. Kangaroo sausages. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Slide into his DMs with kangaroo sausage sausages. <laughs> kangaroo sausages. <laughs> if you if you want a PT on the back of this podcast, but like this this has been um, your boy Frankie and Big George himself. Thank and you very much. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. You can follow me on Instagram at Frankie, and that's with two E's, J A Y L W E, Frankie J Lee. And yeah, like thank you very much for your time. I hope this has been informative to you. I'm going to get George back on here again soon, talking about a few of us, and we've got a few other big guests planned as well. And yeah, peace and love to all of you. And you got anything to say, Big Dog? Just appreciate it, man, and thank you very much for the opportunity. Anything you want? Anything else you want to tell the audience? Um, I just want everyone to realize that. Try not to make this a, a, don't try to reach for these quick fixes. Try and enjoy the lifestyle and change your life, you know, live what we're living because it is great. And if everyone, anyone needs help, please reach out. I'm really happy to help everyone and anyone. And, 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 and I couldn't think of a better note to leave it on. So thank you very much, guys. And peace out. Much love and stay safe.